Hey, history lovers, I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. May 9th, 1927. Thousands of people wait at the Battery in New York City. Festive boats dot the water around the harbor. Dignitaries mingle at a grand reception. Who are they waiting for? The arrival of two French aviators. When their plane touches down, the pair will be the first to complete a non-stop trip between Paris and New York. The world was captivated by the attempt and ready to celebrate the new aviation heroes. Night falls. Searchlights illuminate the rainy darkness, trying to spot the plane. But it never arrives. The aviators, Charles Nungesser and Francois Collie, were veterans of World War I. Nungesser was the pilot. He supposedly taught himself to fly by stealing an aircraft in Brazil. During the war, he shot down dozens of German aircrafts. Legend has it that when he was wounded and lost most of his teeth, he had them replaced with metal substitutes. Collie was a navigator. He was an older man who wore a patch to cover the eye he'd lost taxiing an airplane into a hangar. When the two men announced they'd attempt to be the first to fly across the Atlantic Ocean, they became the toast of Paris. The night before the flight, hundreds gathered at the airport in France with champagne and picnic baskets to say farewell. Their plan was dangerous. They would fly, sitting side by side in a seaplane. Then they would drop their heavy landing gear to land the plane in the water near the Statue of Liberty. They'd have about 40 hours of fuel on board, no radio, and a primitive signal light on the bottom of the fuselage that would continuously flash the letter N in Morse code so ships might spot them at sea. The white-painted plane was adorned with Nungesser's wartime combat insignia, a white skull, crossbones, and coffin flagged by candles all within a big black heart. It was called Le Oiseau Blanc, the white bird. And that white bird took off from Paris at 5.17 a.m. on Sunday, May 8, 1927. It should have arrived in New York on Monday afternoon. Around the world, people waited for word of their arrival. As the hours passed, reports of sightings came in. All were unfounded. The New York mayor's welcome boat returned to shore to wait, according to a New York Times report. And as more time passed and worry grew, an ambulance and a nurse were summoned in case the aviators arrived injured. But the white bird never arrived in New York that night. Searches began and went on for days, but to no avail. Over the years, there have been plenty of theories about what happened to the white bird, that the plane crashed in eastern Maine or off the coast of Newfoundland. But no trace of the aviators or their aircraft has ever been found. Only days after loss of the White Bird, the mission was accomplished. On May 21st, American aviator Charles Lindbergh became an international hero after flying from New York to Paris. 
and the French pilots who first captivated the world were largely forgotten. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Michael Ruane for reporting this story for The Washington Post. And for more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.